All right. Welcome, 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 my people. Welcome back to Chillin' Chad. Episode 12, dropping right now. Shout out to everybody that listens every time the show drops and keep supporting and keep sending me your feedback and keep bigging us up. I mean, I really appreciate it. I love all of it. Thank you to every single person that listens. Man, you do so much for me, and I like I, I I really appreciate it. I can't even can't even put it all into words, but thank you, thank you very much. So today, today's episode is gonna be titled "Hot Takes with Chad," and uh, we're gonna get into a few different uh, pe- people would consider controversial opinions that I have as far as call hot takes and we're gonna start off with my very first hot take so uh most of the motivation for the episodes come from the conversations I have with my guys at work shout out to everybody at the double J and uh we have these conversations and I like to insert my opinions here and there. I mean, I, I am a kind of opinionated type of guy, so I like to insert my opinions on different topics. And uh, one of the first topics this week, um, I, in my opinion, I keep saying my opinion, I believe that the song Deception Disgrace from the Lion King 2 soundtrack is a better song overall than any of the songs from the original Lion King soundtrack. Don't get me wrong, I'm not I didn't say better. I didn't say better. I didn't say the best, but in my opinion, I feel like the song itself like sound-wise like the content of the song and I feel like the the passion that the singers are singing with this song is better. Like I mean, I get it. Like you got your uh, Hakuna Matata and the Circle of Life and all that from Lion King One, but Deception Disgrace, man, I feel like it's just a banger. And most people won't agree with me. You have to hear each song for yourself. I'm gonna tell you what you do. You stop the tape right now. Just stop the tape. Stop recording. You get on YouTube and you pull up Deception Disgrace. You are not one of us. I think that's what the uh, parenthesis title is. And they sing about Scar's son. How Scar was so evil his seed could only be either exactly the same evil or even more evil than what he is. And they basically tell him that he's not wanted there at Pride Rock. They don't want him there. They don't want him to be around. He just needs to go and get out of there. So if you take the time out and listen to this song, you come back to me and you tell me how you feel about it. And then we can go from there. My second hot take of this week. Oh, man. One of my favorite video games of all time. Favorite, favorite video games of all time. We're going to talk about GoldenEye 007. 
from Nintendo 64. In my opinion, I believe that game is the most, 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 most influential video game that has ever came out. Didn't say it was the best. Didn't say it was the greatest video game of all time. But I feel like the branches from that game, you can see up to today in almost any, not only first-person shooter game, but any multiplayer shooting game, any multiplayer game, period. So let's just start off with it. The fact that you can play from two to four players. Like, if you... Okay, so anybody that you grew up around my age, you you grew up on the, the two-player system, which basically, like, you and a friend or a relative or something like that, y'all playing one-on-one on certain games that may have come out over the years. But... The fact that the Nintendo 64 itself, which it don't get that much credit for, introduced the, like, off the top, the option to go from two to four players, which is, like, the standard today. Like, I don't know any game that's out today that doesn't have at least able to play four players at one time. You got to think about even back then, there was like still a new concept. Like, unless you, your parents spent the money to get the, like, the extender on, like, the original systems, like, uh, the Sega or the Super Nintendo. If your parents bought, spent that money and got the extender where you can play with more than two players at one time. You didn't know about it. Even okay, even as far as like the PlayStation, and you got somebody that had the boomerang, the multi-tap boomerang that you could play with four players at one time. But no, nah, Nintendo sixty four was out right at the door. Like no, nah, we got four player set up. You can play four players at any time. You don't have to buy any attachments, none of that. Just straight four players. So we go from there. So we'll talk about the different amount of characters that you had to choose from in GoldenEye, which was James Bond himself. You had, uh, like, if you, like, uh, are a big Bond fan like myself, like, all the different vast amount of characters from movies and whatnot are all from throughout the Bond series. Like, you got Jaws, the giant with the, with the silver or gold-like teeth. Had odd job, the man didn't say nothing, but he could kill you with his hat. With his hat. Think about that. A deadly assassin, and all he needed to do was kill you with his hat. Also introduced the with the golden gun, the one shot kills. You see all these people nowadays playing Call of Duty or Halo or whatever, and you get a one-shot kill on somebody, that is straight out of the James Bond playbook with the Golden Gun. The Golden Gun was just a pistol. It was a golden pistol, but one shot, and it's lights out. It's a game over for you. 
and then the split screen, the four player split screen. Oh my god, I can't tell you how many days, nights, weekends, like those first two years after Golden, I came out where I was at somebody's house or people was at my house and we was playing 007 and just having endless battles and battles and battles over who's going to get the golden gun and who got the golden gun first and who's going to use the golden gun or just the amounts of different weapons and stuff that you can use in that game it's like I mean even now like these days you got games that can put over a thousand different guns in the game that you can use and you have to customize oh everybody a drink I forgot to turn my phone off I apologize also see I lost my train of thought I apologize let me get back So go to my 007. Not only with the gameplay, like I haven't even touched the gameplay yet. Where you have to, you can use the analog if you was crafty enough to use the analog and move around, and then still be able to use the D-pad and move around at the same time. You had it going. You had James Bond going 360. You talking about the dudes talking about the 360 no scope, man. That was back in 007, man. People was doing that way back then. Before that was even thought of now in these days. You could do all that. So that all those facts, in my opinion, is what makes GoldenEye 007 the most influential game ever. Ever, ever, ever. I'm going to die on that hill as long as I live. Shout out to my homie G. Anytime video games get brought up, I am going to fight on the 007 Golden Eye Hill. And that's just, it is what it is. Now we're here at the very last, the very, very single last of my hot takes I have this week. And it's going to be highly controversial. But I feel like this is my opinion. I can say it, and I'm going to say it. In my opinion, my humble opinion, I feel like the catalog, and if you take each song, song by song, kind of like in the verses set up, Michael Jackson. Versus Prince. I'm taking Prince. Most of you already know Prince is one of my favorite artists ever. Like, man, I could be here all day talking about this man's music and the influence it had on my life. But Michael Jackson is considered by most people as the greatest artist of all time. His music is top-notch. Nobody's touching Michael Jackson performance-wise, song-wise, whatever. But in my opinion, he got a fight on his hands when it comes to Prince. Because Prince 
although Prince wasn't celebrated and revered the way that Michael Jackson was, I feel like his music, he definitely has better. I would definitely say track by track, Michael Jackson not messing with Prince. I'm just going to say that. that. That's another hot take in itself. But even if you take like track by track with both of them, you take all their albums and put them in a put them in a pot, and you go track by track. I guarantee you, Prince is coming out on top. I mean, Michael Jackson definitely got some. He got some haymakers in there. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. Like Billie Jean, Thriller, Remember the Time. Bad, Dirty Man, Dirty Diana. He definitely got some haymakers in his catalog. But I would say that Prince has just about the same amount, if not more. And then Prince can do it all. He got rock songs, R&B songs, the, the ballads. Oh, my God. Even got a little, like later on in his career, he even dabbled in a little bit of rap. Man. Prince, man. Prince don't get his respect. And that's why I feel like the way I feel. Prince don't get his respect. I feel like Michael Jackson and Prince are neck and neck with each other. And I feel like Prince made better music than Michael Jackson. Not only that, Prince actually played his own. He played his own music. He wrote his own music. He produced his own music. I mean, not to take anything away from Michael Jackson at all, but if you look on those credits, on those Michael Jackson albums, you got somebody producing it. You got somebody with him writing the songs. No, 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 Prince, he, Prince was doing all of it. For, like, it was like Kanye. What is, oh, man, I can't even think of the rhyme off the top of my head. Produce and write the track. Man. I just feel like, yeah, I'm just going to stay with it. I'm going to feel like, in my opinion, you take... Each song go from their debut album all the way to their last album. I would say that Prince is going to have more wins than losses versus Michael Jackson. And that's, that's as honest as I can be with it. That's just what I feel. So, at this point, uh, I'm going to end the tape right now because I need to edit this properly. Reason being is, uh, so this is going to be attempt number three on this episode. The first two times, I used something different to record, so the ending got cut off twice. Now I figured out that it's that thing that I was using to record. Now I have something else using to record that's not going to cut it off at the end. Everything's going smooth. 
So, well, I take this time, gonna edit it right, edit it properly, and the show will be out to you probably uh, sometime later on tonight. It is currently almost 7 p.m. right now. So the song, I said the song, the podcast will be out sometime tonight. So, as always, I thank y'all for listening. Keep staying tuned. We try to have more guests on the on the personal podcast. But in the meantime, I'm finally getting up to where I can't let the full cat out the bag right now because stuff's being worked out. But I am trying to take the platform onto bigger and better things. And hopefully sooner than later I can let that cat out the bag. And I will soon. I won't hold y'all too long. But for my people that always been with me, thank you. For the people you might just stumble upon chilling with Chad and took the time out to listen, thank you. Even if you hate the, the podcast, I thank you for even wasting your time listening. But hopefully you found something that you like and it keeps you around. Because I need all the support I can get. So. Thank y'all very much. Episode 12, and we out.